According to Hal Varian, Chief Economist Google, the ability to take data, to be able to understand it, to process it, to extract value from it, to visualize it, to communicate it, is going to be a hugely important skill in the next decade. At NOI Polls, we offer the combination of forward-thinking research and relevant data for the private, public and the third sector across Nigeria and West Africa. We provide timely and relevant information on public opinions across sectors. Our values and principles are wrapped around professionalism, excellence, teamwork, integrity and commitment. Call 092904162 or email inquiries at noi-polls.com. Also visit us at number 4 Depp Street, Meitama, Abuja. Remember, without data, you're just another person with an opinion. NOI Polls. Data. Analytics. Data Bank. Strategy. It's gross blunder to theorize before one has data. At Data Chart, we analyze our politicians are indulgent when it comes to dealing with crime. We interrogate. We need to increase the strength of the police. But right now, there are about 370,000 according to them. And uh, how do they cover Nigeria? We interpret. And the trafficking in persons law has said that you cannot use any child that is below 12 in any home as a domestic help. We help decision makers and you understand the numbers. 78% of citizens agree or strongly agree that the news media should constantly investigate and report on government mistakes. Join the data chart conversation every Wednesday at 2.30 p.m. on WFM 106.3 Abuja as we interrogate polls and survey findings. For advert placement, call 0906-420-5487 or you can email us at noipost.datachart at gmail.com. You can also visit us at 4 Depp Street, Meitama, Abuja. Data Charts, powered by NOI Polls Limited. It is a rainy day here in Abuja and it is raining cats and dogs from what I hear outside. Uh, but it's good to be here again. It is yet another edition of Data Chart on um, We 106.3 FM. And um, just in case you don't know, the Data Chart is actually focused on analyzing, on interrogating and interpreting polls and survey findings majorly from um, polls um, conducted by NOI polls or their partners. This is actually to help us make informed decisions on national and social issues across sectors. I am Nelly Ohuche. Um, we're going to be looking at something I take very seriously today, and um, it is on child labor. When you look around our streets, um, when you look around the corners, you look at the market, when you drive down you know, major roads or you peep into 
homes, you, you will most definitely find children, you know, minors especially, involved in hazardous work that actually directly endangers their health, endangers their safety, as well as um, their moral development. Findings from the child labor poll conducted um, by NOI polls indicates that 67% of poll respondents insist that child labor is prevalent in Nigeria. This clearly shows that child labor is prevalent and, and, and that something should be done. And this has necessitated a poll, like I said earlier, conducted by NOI polls. Um, that poll was conducted in May 2021. That's about a few months ago. And the essence was to feel the pulse of Nigerians on their perception of child labor. You can access that poll. Um, you can access that poll results and many others on www.noi-polls.com. I'll take that again, www.noi-polls.com. So uh, we're going to be looking at, like I said earlier, child labor and ways of reducing the incidences vis-a-vis the child labor poll conducted by NOI polls. And we have Mr. Arinze Orakwe, who is the Director Training and Manpower Development from the National Agency for the prohibition of trafficking and persons in trafficking in persons that's NAPTIP. and he'll help us interrogate the poll findings and hopefully he'll help us understand um, the numbers but before we delve into the conversation we're going to have abba davis um, run through the poll findings and then we have mr arinze help us unbundle the poll findings so we'll be right back uh, with abba presenting the poll findings but that will be right after this um, short break. We'll be back. To theorize before one has data. At Data Chart, we analyze. Our politicians are indulgent when it comes to dealing with crime. We interrogate. We need to increase the strength of the police. But right now, there are about 370,000 according to them. And uh, how do they cover Nigeria? We interpret. And the trafficking in persons law has said that you cannot use any child that is below 12 in any home as a domestic help. We help decision makers and you understand the numbers. 78% of citizens agree or strongly agree that the news media should constantly investigate and report on government mistakes. Join the data charts conversation every Wednesday at 2.30 p.m. On WFM 106.3 Abuja, as we interrogate polls and survey findings. For advert placement, call 0906 420 5487 or you can email us at gmail.com. You can also visit us at 4 Depth Street, Meitama, Abuja. Data charts. Powered by NOI Polls Limited. All right, we're back and it is still data chat. Um, it's over to you, Abba. Um, Abba will run through the polls, the child labor polls. Right, good afternoon, listeners. Good afternoon to our guest in the studio. Thank you. So this poll, as Nelly had stated earlier, was conducted to fill the polls of Nigerians regarding the prevalence of child labor in Nigeria. So the first question asked uh, Nigerians if 
her, their, their perception regarding the prevalence of child labor in Nigeria. And an overwhelming 88% stated that, yes, the issue of child labor is prevalent in Nigeria. Only 12% disclosed that child labor is not prevalent. If you look at uh, analysis by geopolitical zone, you notice that the South-South zone at 94% had the highest proportion of Nigerians who disclosed that the issue of child labor is prevalent, uh, followed by the North Central at 90%. So uh, the poll also seeks to determine the trends in the prevalence of child labor in Nigeria. Uh, we had conducted this poll earlier in 2013 and in 2019. So the survey also determined trend and uh, the trend revealed that uh, uh, from 2013 to 2019, there was a, a slight decrease from 94% in 2013 to 84% in 2019. Uh, but also from 2019 to 2021, there was an increase of 4%. So uh, we have it from moving from 84% again in 2019 to 88%. Uh, the next question uh, seeks to gauge up opinions of Nigerians regarding the main uh, cause of child labor in Nigeria. And the majority of Nigerians at 55% blamed it on poverty. So we further asked Nigerians uh, the types of child labor they see children engaging. 85% uh, of Nigerians stated that they normally see children engage in child labor in their locality. And the most common form of child labor they see children engage in is street hawking at 55%, uh, domestic work at 14%. Uh, if you also look at this uh, analysis of this finding by Geopolitical Zone, you'd notice that respondents from the South-South, Southeast and the Northeast at 92%, are more likely to see children engage in child labor, while uh, the Southwest came the lowest at 70%. So furthermore, we asked Nigerians uh, if the incidence of child labor has increased since the COVID era. And 70% of Nigerians stated that yes, the incidence of child labor has increased since the COVID era. So we sought to uh, get their opinion on what can be done to reduce the incidence of child labor in Nigeria. 26% uh, stated that more jobs should be created. 23% stated that uh, free education should be encouraged, while 18% stated that government should improve the economy. Uh, these are some of the findings from the child labor poll. A total of uh, 1,000 phone-owning Nigerians were interviewed across uh, the 36 states and the six geopolitical zones were all represented. Respondents were interviewed in their preferred language. The survey was conducted in Hausa, Igbo, Yoruba, English language, and Pidgin English. All right, thank you very much, Abba David, for running through the poll findings for us. That poll um, was conducted by NOI poll earlier this year. Okay, um, so we're looking at child labor. And like I said earlier, um, we have with us Mr. Orakwe um, Arinze. He is Director, Training and Manpower Development from the National Agency for the Prohibition of Trafficking in Persons, NAPTIP. You're welcome, sir. Thank you so much. All right. Uh, um, like we said, this is prevalent. This is an, a serious issue in Nigeria. And um, I, I do not think that uh, we pay it as much attention as it should be. And, you know, one begins to wonder why looking at um, the poll finding 
findings. If we look at... Um, Okay, from the poll findings, we see that 12% of respondents from that poll says that parental neglect, maybe we should start from here, mm -hmm. parental neglect is one of the main causes of child labor. Mm. How do we deal with issues that bother on the functioning of the family enterprise with reference to child labor? Because you see that people do not want to get involved in how a family is run. So when there's an issue of child labor, how do we get involved, whether as, as individuals or as a family? How do we deal with this? Thank you. Let me first of all uh, thank NIO Bulls for this initiative and for conducting this. You know, we are not an analytical society. Data and statistics does not mean anything to us. Rather than sending wrong signals, people interpret it to be something else. But uh, it was Dr. Nelson Mandela that said there is no keener revelation of the inner, soci inner soul of any society than by how it treats its children. So these are facts. They're not only real, but they're also realistic. Mm. Now, the family is the first line of defense for every child. The family, which is the man and the woman, decides to have a family. And what comes out of it is that God's blessing that brings forth a child. So the first responder, the first bulwark of defense is that family. If it collapses, then the society, the nation is done. Now, if, uh, if uh, people begin to say, yes, we, we can attribute a lot to the collapse of the family. What is the binding force of any family? It is a strong economy. It is, it is, it is, it is, it is lack of deprivation and want. The moment it, it happens, because we live in the kind of society that we, are, we live in, which is a bit, uh, a bit uh, bizarre in, as it is atavistic, <laughs> because people attribute all manner of things to, to unnatural and uh, spiritual and whatever. You see people begin to make things like, you know, it was since I married this woman. Mm. There's what we call uh, feminization of poverty. And that happens when, you know, uh, if, if the man, if a family is struck by poverty or by afflictions or whatever, poverty, either the man walks away, picks his bag and runs away and said it was since I married this woman that this poverty came. This woman now, the poverty is feminized in the context of the fact that the woman now has to sell her wrapper if she has any. Mm -hmm. The woman sells her trinket if she has any. The woman begins to fry her car if she has the means or final, final bus stop, prostitution. All in the bid to fend for her children. Because it's not her children. So she's the byproduct. She's the one who brought them into here. She's the receptacle by which she came here. They came here. So it, it is it, those who said, yes, the family. Yes, it's the family. But at the other end, remember that it is the responsibility of government to articulate a, 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 a response that keeps the family by way of a means of, you know, uh, 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 sustenance. Okay. You know, which you can say, you can call it poverty, you can call it a, a, a strong economy, you can call it job provision, okay. or economic empowerment. When, the, when if there's a disempowered in a society like ours, when there's the downturns of the economy, it translates to all manner of negative things. So part of what we have is this, 
is this uh, uh, abuse of the children, which is one aspect of it is child labor, which is what we're talking about. Okay, so which means that um, parental care and um, poverty also go hand in hand as it were, because, I mean, if the parents have the means, um, a lot of times naturally, this wouldn't naturally. happen. Naturally. But you okay. see, because it's Nigeria, because it's our country and your country, you, you find out that, because Nigeria is not the poorest country, so if the part it now brings us to this same thing, if, if people who are not used to minding, you know, you know, who allow afflictions to to get to where it shouldn't get to by splitting the cord and the bind, the bond that you know the bond that holds the family together, will naturally make recourse to all manner of things just to keep mm -hmm. body. So that's why you see some parents saying, "You are the one. You are the breadwinner." The children have now become breadwinners. Yes, and, and that's the which sad is part which of is unnatural. Children should be protected. So the, these ones who should, who are, who are actually, who should be protected, have now become vulnerable. They have not become. No, no, they, they live in a very atavistic society that everybody feeds on everybody. Mm. Okay, so let's also look at um, our respondents. Also say, stated that you know they see children engaged in child labor in their localities, um, and. Um, when we were when they asked what kind of child labor activities they say um children engage reveal that street hawking yeah. which is at 55 percent has yeah. the the highest proportion of you know our respondents said street hawking um so um we we see a lot of children on our streets um at the end of today with especially with the rains and everything yeah. mm. you're going to see some you know traffic hold up and all of that and you see a lot of children hawking on the yeah. street what is naptip this is specific to naptip now mm. what is naptip doing uh, about street hawking especially for minors thank you very much now there is a, a law called the child rights act okay which is enforceable in Abuja. child right is the responsibility of not just naptip but also every every family which is why I say the first response is the family. Okay, so now, you are now, the assumption now is that the family has irretrievably broken. But there's that local government whose responsibility is to make sure that they don't have children dashing across fast, uh, fast you know, routes of fast moving cars, hawking things. That is why most times you see a, the, the AEPD or whatever they call them, you know, with their vehicle chasing them, you know, trying to stop them. So they are the ones who have a, it's a local government responsibility. Okay. Nigeria is, uh, is, I mean, we treaty government, there's the federal, there's state, and, uh, and there's the local government. But because of where we are, we've, we now have a situation whereby everybody shakes their responsibility and it federal, becomes federal government responsibility. Federal government does everything. Local government have a role to make sure that children go to school. Local government have a responsibility to make sure that there are schools for children to go to. And that children are not working. They have a responsibility. But you see, now, the, the, uh, just like house help, the very first time this thing came about, when NAPTIP law came, the first thing NAPTIP did was a blanket ban, criminalization of house help, okay. and any child being seen in a brothel. Yeah, I, I wanted to talk about that yeah. extensively. So, when it, when it came, in 2005, when the amendment came, that was what it was. But later, we, we had cause to look at our labor laws, and we found out that it was at variance with our labor laws. Our labor laws said a child should be able to do some meaningful kind of work uh, at, at 13 years. So our law was reenacted, was, was repealed and reenacted, now ma making it consonant with our labor laws. So between the age of 1 and 13, no child should be seen. After 13, the assumption is that even in the, in the spirit of fostering, 
Because fostering is our culture. Their child should be able to do some level of work. Okay. But not such to endanger his mental, physical, and uh, psychological development as a child. A child should be in school. So I'll, I'll take you up on that after now. Um, I, I'll, I'd like um, Nigerians to contribute to this conversation. You can call in on 0817-687-2132. I'll take that number again. 0817-687-2132. You can also reach us on 0817-687-2134. I think we have a call coming in. Let's see who this is and then we'll go on. Hello. Can you hear us? Very good. Um, you're welcome. What's your name and where are you calling from? Uh, my name is Dr. Jennings. Okay, Dr. Jennings, let's hear you. Um, I, I want to thank uh, the gentleman that is speaking to you. I think I met him um, because of uh, you know, our discussion. But you see, the, the key word here is uh, the city of family is calling rest on everyone. I, I, I do not want to agree completely when he said poverty. Uh, poverty could also be a factor, but not the main factor. Um, and I think when the, what, like what Gina Jebe calls the Senate cannot hold, there are critical value, uh, values that actually build up a family. And when those critical values are not there, in uh, a cultural example, when a father becomes to the to responsible, or a mother uh, decides to be irresponsible. So uh, uh, the responsibility of bringing those children uh, falls squarely on how big children uh, uh, you know, grow up and become uh, responsible to themselves. So I, I think basically it's about a societal skills um, that also contribute to uh, family deficiencies, you know, because um, when, when you can't give what you do not have, our society uh, is a reflection of the people, and the family is a reflection uh, of, of both husband and wife. So I think basically the government has a role to play, but not really. Uh, you know, um, the government is not the one that is giving back. Uh, it's, the, it's the family that is giving back. But I think the government should be put more serious policy. Um, we want the, the mechanism of nothing. For NAPTIC, um, you know, let them, you know, synergize with relevant bodies and relevant authorities that, uh, you know, they can work together. Okay. To actually actualize some of the mandate. All right. NAPTIC, for all I know, is on the profit. You know, so they need to be more funded so they can do the work they are mandated to do. All right. So if, if the gentleman is honest with you, he will tell you that the, the commission is on the funded. That's oh. my That's oh. All right, very well. Thank you very much, uh, very much, Dr. James. Thank you so much, and you too. All right. Uh, um, he, I think he, he spoke about um, the society actually, yeah. Yeah. and um, I think like a function of the the society breaking yeah. up. These these yeah. things are, yeah. yeah. So I think it's part of what you had said earlier. Yeah. Mm. Uh, let's also look at. Um, Issues around, like we've talked about, you know, domestic helps. Mm -hmm. Almost every home that has 
kids especially um, has a minor engaged as a domestic help almost every home I think it's part of our culture uh, most of these minors are forced to live with all manner of abuse um, I, I, like you had said you talked about the child rights act, act yeah. um, so aside the child rights act or let's even look at uh, do a perusal of that child rights act um, mm. In a case of uh, abuse, who do people turn to? For a child, a minor who is probably 13 or less and is going through um, issues like this, who do they turn to? Where should neighbors and community members report to? As, as Africans, as Nigerians, we, we believe that the responsibility to bring up a child is everyone's Everyone. responsibility. Yes, yes. So where, when neighbors um, um, see things like this, when the community see things like this, who do they go to? What are the social safety nets or, you know, social protection systems in place where at, the, at whatever level that, you know, can help rescue or protect children like this? No, um, Nigeria is not a banana republic. The, the police is there. It's closest to everybody. And the uh, civil defense is there. And uh, we also have a responsibility to protect each other. Uh, if a child goes bad... Uh, it's a child of a community. Mm. And uh, so, uh, Child Rights Act, it's enforced by everybody because it's, it's the right, the, the human, child rights are human rights. Mm. Actually, that of the child, for, because it's a child, it makes it the more critical mm. because the child cannot defend himself or herself, does not know how to defend himself or herself, or can't even defend herself, himself or herself. So, it needs a superior force to make sure that these things are recognized acknowledged and actually made a part and parcel of our defense mechanisms, you know, structures for growth and development in any society. So for NAPTIP, yes, we have the, the short code, you know, star 627 hash, which you can call. Star 627 hash. 27 yes. hash. Okay. You can send a message on it and uh, or you can call that number and okay. report. Because in 2015, uh, the Violence Against Persons Act was, uh, was actually enacted. Uh, it's an operation in Abuja. Uh, we're asking uh, all the states to make sure that uh, uh, that law is uh, adopted in the state so that it can pick, take effect in their state. But for right now, it's, uh, it's, uh, Abuja is the one that is directly can be superintended by, uh, to be enforced by NAPTIP, and which is what we're doing. So if, if, if on issues of any child, that's the, the, the first and foremost thing is that child abuse is violence against the child. So we can take you up on that. We can take you up on child rights. And we can take you, up, take you up on several things, you know. you know. So the police can't too because it's a child. Okay. That child is a Nigerian. And the constitution protects and provides for such children not to be abused, not to be exploited, and not to be treated in any manner, you know. Okay. Yes. The, the Child Rights and uh, the Violence Against Persons Act, yes. um, is it something that has to be domesticated in the individual states? Or yes, it has to be because uh, it's, uh, it's on the, the issue is on the concurrent list. Okay. Uh, issues on the concurrent list. So the, the federal government cannot go. But that of trafficking is in, it's completely is a, is a federal crime. So but that of issue, issue of children, which okay. is why the schools are the way it is, because uh, you can't, you can't, you know, there's a little bit of uh, intervention that the federal government can do. So the law is there, and we're asking the states to make sure that they adopt him and they actually make a, uh, pass it on to their state assemblies and make a law. At the moment, um, do we have all the states? Uh... No, not all the states. I think by now, I think as at, as at the last count, we have 24 states who have done so. 
Okay, and, yes. and what is the ghost law, as it were? The ghost law <laughs> is just like the ghost law of Child Rights Act. Mm. The same thing, you know, you know, how is this our culture? You know, because the law is explicit and, and complete on its own. You know, issues of uh, a gay child being allowed to go to school, not to be early marriage and all those things. And mm. some, as some sections of Nigeria feel that this is against their culture. Some states, not even only in the north, even in the south, are still dilly-dallying and silly-shallying the before they pass this law. Okay. Um, from the poll findings, uh, when we saw that, um, looking at it from um, regions, uh, we saw that South-South was even on the higher side. Um, I'm wondering why that... Abba, can you, can you look through that again for us? South-South um, was higher when it comes to prevalence of um, child labor. Yes. Uh, thank you, Nelly. So our uh, findings from the poll revealed that the South-South zone at 94% had the highest proportion of Nigerians who stated that child labor is prevalent in Nigeria. Okay. These are respondents. Okay. Also, okay. if you look at uh, uh, people who say they see children engage in forms of labor during school hours, the South-South zone at 92%, the South-East zone also at 92%, and the North-East zone also at 92% stated oh, okay. that the children engage in forms of labor. All right, uh, we're going to wrap up in one minute. Uh, so I would like you to, to look at um, collaborations, like Dr. Jennings, Jennings said the other time. Mm. Um, what are the collaborations with other agencies or organizations, whether locally or internationally, to tackle issues of child labor in Nigeria? We do have we do have very strong collaborations, essentially first and foremost with UNICEF, because okay. it's their responsibility internationally, you know, by the UN to manage to manage these of children and the abuse and the exploitation. Then, aside from that, there are lots of uh, Ministry of Women Affairs, okay. Ministry of Youth. We have a relationship with them on that issue. And then, you know, because we 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 the 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 new Director General of NAPTIP, Senator Bashigaba. Mohammed is saying that uh, NAPTIP is going to go into production of a status of Nigerian children report, you know, on yearly basis, so that we can begin to tell uh, state governors or whatever, other stakeholders, you know, it's going to be a stakeholder kind of approach. Okay. This is the status that we've identified in your state. Deal with it. Deal with it. It's as simple as that. So uh, we have that relationship. We have that relationship, and uh, we want to continue to build on it. But the one thing I want to use the opportunity to call is that please let people stop imagining that it is entirely a federal government responsibility. All it right. is for all of us. Every child is, is, is a Nigerian by the fact he was born in one community, is, a, is from one state that is in Nigeria, that makes him a Nigerian. All right. Yes. Um, so um, I think we're, we're going to wrap up at the moment here. But I think this is a conversation that will continue after now mm -hmm. because there's really so much to be discussed. So we'll look at a second series of this conversation probably in the next edition. Um, this is where we'll wrap up. Uh, we have been looking at issues around child labor and um, looking at how to reduce the incidences. And if you have an issue um, that is related to child labor, you can call star. Okay, it's a, it's a text message. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Star so six okay. To seven hash. Star six two seven hash. hash. So yeah. if there's a situation where yeah, it, that involves um, a child labor issue mm. anywhere around mm. you, star six two seven hash. hash. Yeah. And let's get the case reported. This is as much as we can do today. Thank you very much. Uh, we've had Mr. Arinze Orakwe, the director of training and manpower development from the National Agency for the Prohibition of Trafficking in Persons, NATIP. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you.
All right, and to everyone listening, thank you so much. I mean, no doubt, it is an urgent need for us to eliminate all forms of child labor, whether at the community level or at the state level. Uh, let's all be proactive and stand up against, you know, um, and report also cases of child labor. This way, we will be helping to eliminate the menace and help vulnerable children lead better lives. Until next week, when we come your way again, have a pleasant, pleasant day. From all of us here, staff and management of NOI polls, do have a fantastic day. My name is Nelly Ohuche.